Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. If you drink two cups of coffee at 8 a.m., how much caffeine will be left in your body that night at 8 p.m.? Certainly after 12 hours, it can't be that much, right? Or could it be? Maybe even enough to mess with your sleep? I'm not going to spoil the answer, but let's just say that after learning about the concept of a half-life today, you might be a little surprised. So, what is a half-life? What's the math behind it? And what does it have to do with the amount of caffeine left in your body at the end of the day? And even with calculating the ages of archaeological artifacts and the entire solar system? Stay tuned, because we're about to find out. Some types of atoms do a really weird thing. They spontaneously decay into other types of atoms. A bit more precisely, some unstable isotopes of certain atoms, meaning certain versions of certain atoms that have certain, shall we say, non-standard numbers of neutrons in their nuclei, will spontaneously turn into different elements and, in so doing, release other particles and light along the way. The spontaneous nature of this decay means that it's impossible to predict exactly when any individual atom in a huge pile of atoms will decay. But even if we don't know when any one particular atom will do this little magic trick, we do know the overall average rate at which atoms in the pile will decay. In other words, in a big group of this same type of radioactive atoms, there is a certain amount of time, called the half-life, before more or less half of the atoms have decayed. So if there are 1 billion atoms to start with, there will be on average 500 million atoms left after a time equal to their half-life. And another half-life later, there will be half again as many, or 250 million atoms. Another half-life later and another halving of the atoms will occur. And on and on the story goes. This type of decay, in which an average of half the members of a population disappear in a half-life of time, and then another half disappear in the next half-life, and then half of whatever is remaining disappear in the next half-life, and so on forever, is known as exponential decay. We can represent this type of decay in terms of a fairly simple formula. It says that the final number of atoms after some time has passed is equal to the initial number of atoms times the fraction one-half raised to the power of the time that has passed divided by the half-life. So how do we actually use this mathematics of exponential decay and half-lives in our lives? Well, as we're about to see, it actually pops up all over the place. To begin with, let's go back to the question we started with. If you drink two cups of coffee at 8 a.m., how much caffeine will be left in your body that night at 8 p.m.? At first, this might seem like a pretty tough question to answer. 
But what if I was to tell you that the way metabolism in your body works means that the number of caffeine molecules in your body decays exponentially with a half-life of roughly six hours? Note here that metabolism and radioactive decay aren't really the same process, thank goodness, but it turns out that they both obey the same mathematical relationship, exponential decay. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Anyway, given this information about metabolism, if you think about it, you'll see that the amount of caffeine left in your body at 2 p.m., that's one half-life after you ingested the coffee at 8 a.m., must be approximately 50% of the original amount. And the amount left at 8 p.m., two half-lives since you drank the coffee, must therefore be half of this, or 25% of the original amount. The question is, is that a lot? Well, a bit of research will show you that each cup of coffee you drink pumps between 100 and 200 milligrams of caffeine into your system. Lighter roasts have more and darker roasts have less. Let's say you enjoy light roasts, so your two cups at 8 a.m. deposit a total of nearly 400 milligrams of caffeine into your belly. Since the half-life of caffeine is roughly six hours, at 8 p.m. you'll still have about 100 milligrams of caffeine floating around in you. So, again, is that a lot? Well, for comparison, that's about as much as your average energy drink contains. And it's as if you're drinking that at 8 p.m., which is certainly making me think twice about the wisdom of those afternoon pick-me-up lattes that I frequently enjoy. But lest you think this whole half-life business is only useful for understanding human metabolism and caffeine consumption, it turns out that it's played an even bigger role in helping us understand our place in time. By which I mean scientists have found that we can use the predictable rate at which radioactive elements decay to figure out the ages of artifacts from antiquity, the Earth, and even the entire solar system. The idea is actually pretty simple. All plants and animals, as well as stuff made from plants and animals, contain a lot of carbon. Most of this carbon is a flavor of carbon called carbon-12. That's good old regular carbon with six protons and six neutrons. But all living things also contain a bit of another radioactive form of carbon called carbon-14, which contains two extra neutrons. It turns out that carbon-14 decays exponentially with a half-life of about 5,730 years, which means that we can figure out how old something is, or at least how long it's been since it died, by measuring the amount of carbon-14 remaining. This type of dating is called radiocarbon dating, since it uses radioactive carbon, and it can be used to determine the ages of things up to about 60,000 years old. But scientists have figured out how to use the mathematics of half-lives and exponential decay to measure things that are much older. In particular, by using elements such as uranium-238, which has a half-life of almost four and a half billion years, we've managed to measure the ages of a number of meteorites that have come crashing down to Earth from space. 
The oldest of these meteorites, which are basically chunks of leftover rocks from way back when the solar system formed, all have ages of roughly 4.6 billion years. And thus, we also know that the solar system, including the sun, the earth, and all of the other planets, is roughly 4.6 billion years old as well. It's rather amazing that the relatively simple bit of math behind exponential decay and half-lives gives us the ability both to understand the amount of caffeine left in our bodies at night and the age of the solar system. But it's absolutely true. Math really is rather impressive, don't you think? Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. Also, be sure to check out the catalog of the other 270-plus Math Dude episodes. They're all available at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude and through your favorite podcast app. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge, with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive, or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-in Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.